I will go to I will go to hell before I sit here and I watch this country and the world turned over to these savages. I'm done. I'm pissed, and I'm not putting up with it anymore. You, you pieces of crap. You are the most degenerate, twisted, mentally ill people I've ever seen. I just hope you understand that. Now, welcome to the fucking show. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? It's Steel Cage Radio. Inside a Steel Cage. Steel Cage match, Raw is war. Two of us will walk in that cage. One of us will walk out. And the man that walks out will be the world heavyweight Woo! wrestling The whole show. Thank you for tuning in to the Steel Cage Radio Show. I'm your most infamous toast. That motherfucking goddamn... Degenerate fucking. Cut. Ah, we are back. There you go. Man, we sound different. We sound the more professional. Sound of my voice. <laughs> I gotta sound like a man. A man, baby. baby. Now, this is actually uh, kind of what I've been, uh, you know, waiting to do for the longest time. We are actually using MXL uh, um, broadcast microphones. So this is actually legit shit, man. So <laughs> we were supposed to podcast last week and uh, decided to hold off a little bit. So you can get your mic set up. Yeah, basically. So uh, so we're running uh, this broadcast microphone uh, through this uh, really sweet uh, preamps that I purchased like shit, a year ago. But with the cheap mic- the cheaper microphones, it just it sounded like total garbage. <laughs> and most importantly, we it goes through a compressor, which you know gives us you know levels all it off. So if I start yelling, it'll, you won't uh, the listeners won't like be turn won't be running to you to grab the volume knob. So uh, yeah, that's annoying. We yeah, have to do that. and we actually have the air conditioning, so it's uh, minimal. So which is kind of nice because it is fucking hot. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's why we were supposed to podcast last week, but then it was only I like. The FedEx delivery didn't show up. It was like a day late. I was like, God damn it. I really wanted to record with these microphones and uh, figured, yeah, we'll postpone it for a week. So Cool. Here we are. Here so, we- so all my news and notes are a, a week late. Uh, that's fine. Or a week off. Yeah. But that's okay. We, I kind of posted that out, uh, out there so that people understood what, um, what, what the dealio was, you know. So let me g- grab my show notes so that we know where the fuck. Yeah, see, I'm fuck. All of a sudden, I'm really organized now. Uh, so anyway, yeah, we took off the week uh, just so that it gave me an opportunity to kind of uh, work out the kinks. So far, it sounds pretty good. Um, we switched uh, two microphones. We went on the headset. Didn't sound too bad on the headset. Uh, it was a lot better, but I'm I'm really stoked how it's sounding. So. But anyway, let's move on. Uh, last week, it, it was definitely a week full of pro wrestling. Tons of it. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, we Not only did we watch NXT TakeOver, but we also were watching Backlash. Yes. And I also got a, whole, uh, got a chance to watch some of the uh, UK um, championship, uh, whatever thing. It, I don't even know what it was called. It was the UK. What was it from the what culture? No, no, not, not what culture, but it was actually WWE's thing. Because oh. that's what led to... Um, <coughs> excuse me, Peter Dunn versus Tyler Bate at. Oh uh, yeah. So that it was like the winners of that would then uh, defend, or uh, Tyler Bate would then uh, defend his title at a back or not backlash, but uh, takeover. So cool. 
So anyway, let's talk about a little bit about the matches that you. I think you had written okay, down. Okay, yeah, we, we wrote everything down. All right, so uh, basically, uh, let's go over NXT Takeover. Uh, you know, it was you know, there was funny because there were some people that were kind of complaining that it wasn't going to be a very good uh, card, but it's it was pretty it was solid. Fine, yeah, no, it, it was good, and you know what, it was nice and short. Not that I mean, not that that's a criteria, but I mean, it didn't feel like it dragged on and on and on and on and on. Um, like some WWE events can. True indeed. So it was nice. So match number, I don't think I, I guess I did put these in order. Match number one was Eric Young versus Roderick Strong with Roderick Strong winning that match. Um, I like, I like Eric Young. I think that was a great match. So it was really solid. I mean, oh, yeah. I was kind of worried, but yet again, you, you know, Eric Young has been around for a while. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, just. Unfortunately, never really well used in TNA. Right. But uh, it was a really solid match. Yeah, it was uh, a good match. I enjoyed that quite uh, quite a bit. And then what else did we have? And then uh, Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bates. Holy shit. Seriously, match of the year. Like, I'm calling it right now in in May, match of the year. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it stole, I, I, in my that opinion. That match was so good. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah, that yeah. match was so good. So match of the year. Um, match number three was Ruby Riot versus Nikki Cross versus Asuka with Asuka retaining her. I was her kinda belt. stunned about that. I was hoping that uh they wouldn't let her, you know, go Keep over the, that she would lose the belt. Yeah, because um, I I don't know. I think it, there's a time for a change. Why not? Yeah, because she's held the belt for what, a hundred and Yeah, so she days. has the record right now. Yeah. Even longer than uh who was the mm-hmm. last person who held it the longest? I I don't, remember. I don't remember. I think it was oh no, I think it was the fuck was it? Was it uh Brock Lesnar? I think it was Brock Lesnar. <laughs> so your favorite. Yeah. My client, Brock Lesnar. I don't like either one. I know you don't. Guys, yeah, no. <laughs> but also, it was, you know, I had no issues with it. I mean, like I said, the the, uh, the outcome, I was hoping for somebody else just to kind of mix things mix up a little things bit. up a bit, yeah. Uh, let's see. Then we had um, Hideo Tommy versus Bobby Roode. Uh, just, I absolutely love what they've yeah. done with Bobby Roode in oh, yeah. NXT. It's just been amazing and oh, super yeah. glorious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a great match. That was a really good match. I was actually stunned that they even let the Bobby Roode go over because, uh-huh. in my opinion, I think it was Hideo Tommy. You know, they like kind of needed his time. that he needed a push. He needs kind of a push because mm-hmm. he's been out, and you know, uh, yeah, Nakamura came in. He's already at the, uh, you know, in the upper levels. Upper levels, yeah. exactly. And now it, it kind of seemed like he kind of needed that win, but I guess Triple H had a. T- uh, Different idea, so. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And then Authors of Pain versus DIY. Oh, looks like I didn't even record who won that. <laughs> no, because you were kind of there. No, oh, I, was that. Oh, was that the ladder match? That was a lot, I uh, hate. I hated that match. You know what? It's um. That was so boring, and just like every every part of that, you have to take so much time to set everything up mm-hmm. that it just feels so slow and cumbersome. So yeah, I was not into that match. I think I was cleaning up from dinner. I think you were actually because so. I missed. I missed the whole heel turn part of it. And, and, and I'll play it a, a little bit of it. It was it was actually good, but it just seemed very telegraphed. Like, you oh knew God, it was coming. Yeah. And, like... The whole thing was just, like, it just takes so much time. Like, when, when um, the authors of Pain were laying on the ladder, and they were laying there and laying there 
and laying there waiting for DIY to climb up and, you know, and, and do their, their big spot. It was like, they just laid there for what, like two minutes or something, something crazy. Like just that. laying there. Like if you're laid out for two minutes, you're, you need a hospital because if like, if you literally cannot get up for two minutes, you need a hospital. There's yeah. no way that, I don't know. It was just so dumb. It had his moments. It re- there was a few moments in, in that match that I was like, wow, holy shit moments. But it seemed very telegraphed. I don't know if it was like, because I'm trying to remember Tommaso Ciampa and Osama bin Laden. And Osama bin Laden. <laughs> he looks stick. just like Osama. Bin oh, Laden. here you go again. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking annoying. <laughs> he looks like Osama bin Laden. Does not look like fucking Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Jesus. He Christ. does. Look at two pictures side by side. They could be brothers. Really, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, but um, like I said, uh, certain uh, it's not that I hate uh, ladder matches. It, it could be done well. Like I mean, I remember how the many Hardys can do a Hardy match. boys are, are the, like some of the some of the best out there. You know, uh, El Generico versus uh, Kevin Steen. They've had some amazing ladder match, but you know, it was never this telegraphed. You know, it seems like you know you could totally tell that they were positioning themselves to take the bump. Oh, yeah. you, and it just seemed. I don't know. Just kind of lame. It was slow pace too. Yeah, it was I, very slow. Like they were moving really tenderly around those ladders, like they were afraid of the ladders, and just was bah. Bah. Exactly. It was kind of, kind of like I said. That, that that's what the only thing that ruined it for me. It was just like it seemed a little too televised. It was just like you knew or tell you just knew it was going to happen, and it was just like okay, they're just setting this up. Can you please make this even more obvious? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. it kind of took away from the uh, the match, uh, but yet again, uh, authors of pain. I I mean, I did enjoy that Paul Ellering came and interfered and took a a super kick to the face by Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, like I said, uh, it, authors of pain went you know, were put over, and I was not expecting that. So, and then of course, then <clears throat> there, there's this whole setup where they're standing there, everybody's up cheering like. Good try, you guys, for doing the, you know, for trying your best. On and I'm going <laughs> heel turn, heel turn. It's like yeah, it, you knew I didn't. I'm know. watching this. I'm going. Someone's turning heel. I, yeah. it, what should have happened? It should have been Johnny Gargano turning heel. <laughs> Johnny, Mister Johnny. No, because Tomasa Champa is the Sama bin Laden. Oh, he, so you he's go the bad again, guy. Jesus he's Christ, the bad guy. <laughs> <sighs> You're too much. <laughs> You're lucky I don't have that sound effect for you right now because I'm using myself on my tablet died, so I have <laughs> limited on my sound effects. There you go. So no, but anyway, it it, it was it was uh, I saw this. I'm going okay. Someone's turning heel, and sure enough, uh, someone did turn heel. So let's take a quick. So there you go. Yeah, let's listen to it real quickly. Who came the men they are today? What? And of course, Ciampa turns heel. I mean, he did a good job at just beating the shit out of him, so it was actually very believable. I mean, he was definitely getting a lot of heat from the crowd. Uh huh. There's Drake. Yeah, and then it's just thing. It wasn't just a few attack. He it went on for like what five minutes or whatnot. Yeah, but it, it was it was pretty fucking killer. I mean, actually, though though it was televised, that's my or you know um, telegraph telegraph. Sorry, <laughs> televised. Jesus Christ. So you could tell it was you know uh, telegraphed. 
Uh, you, you, once once it did happen, he just was relentless and just went on and on with it. It's just funny to see the marks out there on the crowd going, "Oh my God, Johnny Cook! Oh no, no, please no!" But it was it was it was really good. So it made up it made up for you know all the telegraphing that was done throughout the match. Uh, like I said, the, this match had some great moments, but not so great. But the, at least they they made up with this really cool uh, way to tr- uh, end the show. So. Uh, yeah, it was just—it was a clumsy match. The latter match, it, it was. was really it, it, it takes, I think, a, a, I don't know, more experience, I guess, because I don't yeah, recall. Maybe. I don't recall Johnny Gargano doing very many um, uh, ladder, ladder matches. Match. Same thing with Champa in, yeah. in in the Indies. Not like others that I've seen mm-hmm. do it. Like I know Generico, they could, and Steen, they could do it. Uh, you know, shit, they've killed themselves. You right, know, the so many Hardys, t- the, the Hardys. Dudleys mm-hmm. with their table ladder chair. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, not to make it seem so telegraphed, but whatever. It's still, it was still a good, decent match. And then, uh, it's. Oh, I didn't notice that he was like Johnny Gargano's like begging for mercy, and he's. Oh, wow, that's pretty fucked up. Uh, it's it's like, just, get away. Get away. I'm going to just fuck you up some more. Oh, here we go. All right onto the table. And don't worry, I'll put, like I've been doing, every time we discuss something, uh, one of the new things we are, I am definitely making sure of is oh, I that I put. Po- oh, you didn't see this no, part? No, I, so. I didn't see any of it. I walked away. Oh, remember? God, you missed this. Okay, hold on. Because I was like, God, this match sucks. This is good, though. Okay, was he like, pile driving or something into the. On top of the announcers. I wonder if it was the Spanish announcers table again. No, this was way in the back. Oh, this no, was this probably is... like the Indian announce table or something. No. Oh, wow. Okay. Don't do it, Tomasa. Don't do it. Oh, I didn't see this. Oh, yes, that's right. He did this. Holy oh, wow. shit. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that, that was it. Oh, that was pretty cool. It was cool. Yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> that's the holy shit moment. <laughs> But anyway, uh, I will post it online uh, on the... That was the best part of the match. The SCR <laughs> podcast, uh, the rundown, uh, so you could see the whole thing in itself. But, uh, yeah, like I said, it, it, you know, it could have been better, the match it, the match itself, but uh, it did have, you know, NXT and TakeOver did overall have a pretty good... Uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. So if I guess if I had to give it a grade, I'd probably say a solid B, maybe? Um, let's see. Sorry, I was yawning. Um... Gosh, I'd probably give, well, let me see. I'd probably give the Eric Young-Roderick Strong match a B, Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate, A+, Ruby Riot, Nikki Cross, Asuka, C, Hideo Tommy, Bobby Roode, A-, minus. Authors of Pain, DIY, D, so, yeah, probably a solid B if you average all that out. Right, there probably you go. a solid B, B+, plus maybe because of the Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate match. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that sounds about right. It's not one of the best ones, you know. There's been uh, other takeovers that have been, you know, a whole lot better. But it was, I enjoyed it. I actually did have fun watching this. So, so anyway, and then obviously, then Sunday, um, we actually backlash. backlash. It's funny. It's like I guess I might be changing because, like, usually I don't have it. Used to be one of those like smarks where I would just shit on WWE, but this time, you know, I don't know what it is now. Gender. That's what it is. It's Gender Mahal. Good thing, I, good thing I have a compressor. That Oops, just sorry, makes I just your, knocked over all your toys you're here. You're fucking going crazy. Jinder, I love Jinder Mahal. I love, L-O-V-E. Oh, my love God, wow. Jinder Mahal. See, good thing I have champion. a compressor because that would have just spiked the love. shit. But look at that. Your voice is controlled. Love. <laughs> I have to admit, I, I, after Backlash, I became, I've, I've actually become I a Jinder Mahal it. fan. And you know what? And I convinced my coworker, too, because he was like, I don't know. And no, I'm like, no, I'm you, you got to like see this guy. guy. He's like, 
he is like an eighties over the top. Roid rage, Roid rage, jacked up guy, and so my coworker called him. Jesus! My coworker called him a coherent ultimate warrior, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, he is. He's so jacked up, and he's so oily, and and just like, like Hulk Hogan used to be. What do you know, brother? Yeah, I mean, just like, yeah. I love Jinder Mahal. That match made the whole rest of the mess that was backlash. I mean, except for Nakamura, made the whole rest of the mess that was backlash worth it. All right. Well, let's first talk about it. You kind of jumped way ahead. Sorry, but, uh, I can't okay. help it. Jinder, Jinder, Jinder. I love. Did you hear the reaction of the um, Indian announce table when he won? No. Oh my God! They, they were doing wouldn't. that. Jinder, Jinder, Jinder. Like they were just bonkers. <laughs> You'll have to. There's a there's a video of them and of him and of the them shouting. You'll have to try oh, that's to find too funny. it. But they were doing that, like literally shouting at the top of their lungs. Jinder, Jinder, WWE champion, Jinder. Oh, how yeah, fucking funny! They were funny. bonkers over it. Yeah. That's. Cool. And now, guess what? WWE is going to India on tour. Well, it's a you know strategic yes. move. You know, oh, why not? Oh, God, please. Well, of course. They're going to be packing arenas to see him. Yep, exactly. To see him, and he's going to be there all oiled up and yeah, roid ragey and, yeah. Yeah, with but I just don't understand all the hate, really. I'm just you like, know what? People are fucking un-American. That's why. This is an American success story. Yeah. Comes here an immigrant, works hard, gets off the booze, and gets, his shit, gets his shit together and pulls himself up by his bootstraps and becomes WWE champion. Mm-hmm. No, it's probably because he's Canadian. People hate him. I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, he, you know what? Uh, after that, I was sold. I was sold on Jinder Mahal. I love that guy. So, but let's I go, love let's... the whole Maharaja coming out there with his flashy clothes. Seriously? I love the Bolly Boys. Uh, oh, my God. Did you see the Raw right afterwards? Did you see Raw the next day? Oh, yes, with the whole Or dancers. whatever it was. Well, no, this is SmackDown, right? Whatever it was, they had the whole Bollywood crew out there. It's all good. Dancing and music and everything. That is, he's going to ride in, uh, I bet you money, going to ride in on a fucking elephant in India. Why the fuck I not? bet he will come riding in on a goddamn elephant <laughs> with his belt and everything and the whole Bollywood thing. The Bollywood. I, I would love to see that. I want to see him riding in on a fucking elephant. Sure, why not? Elephant. I'm totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's Me go. Too. Let's start. Let's talk about the this uh, the okay, show itself. Okay, match number one: Ty Dillinger, Aiden English. We made predictions. Every single one of my predictions was wrong, except for Jinder. Oh wow! Oh, and Kevin Owens. I got the Kevin Owens one right. Okay, so Ty yeah. Dillinger, Aiden English. I don't really even know these two guys, so I didn't know what their feud was about. Neither did I. Like I said, so it, I chose it, it, Aiden English, but he lost. Yeah, just remember uh, because he was part of that tag team. Is on your uh, singing. Yeah, he, I, oh, he was whining. I think I don't know what they did because Simon Gotch is gone. Huh. So, but that in the yeah, so that happened in the pre-show. That was the pre-show, and then they started the show with Nakamura and Ziggler. Uh, yeah, I was kind of stunned. That was weird. But yet again, that was a really good match. Oh yeah, even for except Ziggler, for, except for um, fuck, uh, what's his face, JBL, oh, constantly God. putting Ziggler over and saying, "Welcome to the big tent now, Nakamura. You're gonna find out what it's like to be on the world stage." Fuck him. This he, Nakamura has been on the world stage for. You're a exactly. fucking moron and should kill Nakamura yourself. Nakamura has been on the world stage for what is it? Ten years or fifteen <sighs> oh. years or whatever it is. Two thousand and two is when he. Okay, I believe you made his. He's been 15 around. years. Yeah. Please. 15 years he's been on the world stage. JBL can go fuck himself. Well, yeah, it's just JBL being a douchebag. Exactly. So I got that. He's a real exactly. douche. I got that match right. I actually predicted Nakamura was going to win. 
Yeah. He's good. I like no, him. No, but it was a good, it was one it of was my favorite good, matches well, to be quite honest. Ziggler on. is average. Nakamura yeah, but, made him good. Yeah, well, that's true. He he made Ziggler he look made good. Ziggler look good. So both came out looking pretty good. Yeah. It was, and it turned out to be one of my favorite matches of yeah, of, that the, match. of that weekend. So then what came up? And next? then number three was the Usos oh. versus Brizongo. I thought Brizongo was uh, going to win. What the fuck was that? Seriously, what, what, what the hell are they Where doing? Where he was dressed up and like no a maid or like so like the, like an old lady and the, but then like oh where's Where's Tyler Breeze? Like nobody, I don't know. That I don't was know what the, the what they're yeah, trying to do dumb. with that. That's I don't know, dumb. but they're. The, I like the Usos with their whole um, like the prison gimmick. I think that's kind of cool, but they're not really playing that up too much. So I don't know. So the Usos retained their belts for that one. I thought they were going to lose because they're everybody's been putting Breezango over so much that I thought they were going to win, but they didn't. Yeah, it was definitely a, a low. Uh, yeah. So match four was Sami Zayn versus Baron Corbin. Um, I thought Baron Corbin was going to win because they've really been pushing him. I Sammy so Zayn hasn't won a match in like yeah. months or whatever. So, but um, Sammy Zayn won that one. Yeah, and that match was okay. It's like I don't know. It's like when uh, they're Baron... trying to put Baron Corbin over. Like really, I think they're trying to like school him and get him ready to be. I, but he sucks. He, he's oh. he's okay. I mean, mm. he had a really good match with Randy Orton. Actually, Did he really uh-huh. okay um, on SmackDown. I'm just not Randy fully Orton. Sown and... for, I, I, there was a time when he first came out. I was kind of sold on him, but I don't know. He had a really no. The match on SmackDown okay. with Randy Orton, and I don't like Randy Orton. I know you don't. Um, and it was a good match. So if I could say that it was a good match, I thought they were very um, uh, compatible. And and Baron Corbin has that kind of. He's very similar to Randy Orton with that like lone wolf kind of thing that he's yeah. got going on. But they were very similar in style and everything. And so I I actually thought that was a pretty good match, okay. even though I don't like Randy Orton. So. So that was worth, you know, commenting on. Match number five was Naomi Charlotte and Becky Lynch versus Natalia, Carmella, and Tamina. I don't understand what the point of that one was. Those, yeah. Because I thought someone was going to turn heel. Charlotte or Becky Lynch would be turning heel. And um, and then they didn't. And then it was like, okay, done. Yeah, I know. it was. So it, that was a dumb match. That was I, very dumb. I, you know, I have never liked Natalia. Seriously? Yeah, um, never. I have never. To be very honest, I have never really liked the Hart family. How do you like that? Oh Boom, wow! Drop that. Drop Damn. that one. Yep. I never really was into Bret Hart. Boom! Holy How do you like that? Shit. Yep. There we go. <gasps> it's out there. Never I'll really liked Bret Hart. Dare you? I know. Oh my god! There we god. go. I, I was I never fucking love Bret Hart. Never that into Bret Hart. Holy shit! Not even the Hart Foundation. Oh, I like the Hart Foundation, but I like Jim the Anvil Nightheart better. Oh wow! <laughs> now the next Jimmy thing, and Jimmy Hart. I liked Jimmy now Hart. Now the next thing you're going to tell me, you're going to going to tell me that you secretly love Shawn Michaels. Nah, nah, I mean he was okay. Okay, but, well, whew, yeah. Holy shit! Because man, nope, never really liked the Hart family. Wow. Um, yeah, never really into them. Well, there you go. I mean, I appreciate Stu Hart and the Dungeon and all the people he trained and everything like that. Okay. But um, yeah, never really into okay. them. Oh, well, there you go. Yep, it was just sort of like meh. Never got what everybody was, you know. Creaming their jeans about over Bret Hart. Seriously. <laughs> there we go. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. Yep. There yep. You go. Big revelation. Never got what the big deal about Bret Hart was. <sighs> okay. So there you go. So I was never really into that. And so well, anyway. you're entitled to your opinion, but there's consequences. So oh, there yeah. you go. No, I know. I know. People will not. People are going to like send me a lot of hate mail. That's fine. I don't care. I will stand by it. I, there's not, and it's not even anything about him that I just, didn't like him. I thought there were other guys who were better. Okay. Well, there you go. At the time. So, eh, anyway, 
And I respect him. He's a legend. I respect that. I respect the family. Feel bad that Owen Hart died and all of that jazz, but... Sorry about your loss, bro. Yeah, but, I mean, really, I never was really into... Um, that's not tits, bro. Oh, that's not very nice, that's man. Tits, Come on, seriously. Come on. So, yeah, never really liked Bret Hart. Okay. I'm sure people are going to have a heart attack. Anyway, all right, so that was match number five. Number six, Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles. At the last minute, I changed my, because I had said AJ was going to win this one, but at the last minute, based on my coworker's recommendation, I uh, changed it to Kevin Owens. So I did get this one right um, for my prediction. They just, they've got too good of a thing going with Kevin Owens. I didn't figure that they would let AJ have it just yet. They don't want it to end. Got it. Don't like Kevin Owens. Like AJ Styles a lot. But anyway, then match number seven. Uh, snore. Luke Harper versus Eric that Rowan. Was really, that was really boring. <laughs> that was weird. Especially the placement of it. I don't understand why they put it at the end, right before the main event. I don't know. And then the main event, Randy Orton versus Jinder. I actually really enjoyed that match. Oh, my God. And I can't stand Randy Orton. I can't stand it. But I actually really did enjoy that. But that that. was a good match. No, it was an excellent match. And I'm super loving Jinder Mahal. Super loving Jinder Mahal. He's like my favorite wrestler right now. There you go. (laughs) Like him better than Bret Hart. (laughs) Oh, God damn. Now you're really starting shit, woman. What the fuck is that? Seriously? Jinder Mahal over Bret Hart? Are you smoking? What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) Really? What the hell is wrong with you? What's wrong with you, woman? I don't know. Oh, jeez. Seriously, I just never (laughs) really was into Bret Hart. That is just, that's mind-blowing. But okay, I, I mean... That's that's cool, I suppose. <laughs> oh my god, wow. Yep. All right. Yeah, who else was wrestling around that same time that Bret Hart was wrestling? Because he was like kinda in the late eighties, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was into other tag teams and stuff. I don't know. Anyway. Nah, too All right, much. so there you go. All right, well, let's uh move on. Uh so let's do the five. I still can't get over how what a ripoff that was of yeah. uh, Nirvana, but whatever. So uh, this week's uh, f- the five. This is my. Top five matches of this weekend, or last weekend, I should say. So this is all of NXT and Backlash. Uh, In that order? No. Okay, I was going to say. Hold on, relax. You didn't even give me a chance to fucking... So this, hold on, you can rebuttal. This is mine, okay? Mine. (laughs) God damn it, mine! Oh, my god. Jesus Christ. See, good thing I have compressors, because I can do that, and it won't kill our audience. (laughs) So, number five. I said it was actually, no, I changed that. Uh, the Bobby Roode versus uh, Hideo Itami would be my number five pick. Number four, Nakamura versus Ziggler. Like I said, really? though Nakamura oh, yeah, carried Ziggler. Uh, Ziggler. Ziggler, you know, he did okay. He did pretty decent. It was a good match, and Nakamura really helped carry him. Uh, then I was quite surprised. I really did enjoy the Eric Young versus. Yeah, uh, I would have put that R- one, Roddy like, Strong. I would have made that one number five. Okay, so yeah. that for me, that was number three. Uh, number two, the Jinder Mahal versus Orton, and I never put Orton over, but th- that was a really was good a match. match. I was actually really invested in that match, and yeah. I really enjoyed it. And then, obviously, 
because he's on the fucking cover of this uh, podcast. Peter Dunn versus Tyler Bate, hands down the yeah. best fucking match, match of the year. A fucking amazing British match of the year. style match of the year. Match of the year. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. Oh show. Oh yeah. It was one of the, the the one of the best things I've seen in a long time. I was like. Loving that match, and it's just one of those that you want to go back and watch, rewatch over and over again, but because it was absolutely fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, that's a short five. Uh, I'm sure you didn't. You had some issues. It's got with- five in it. Why would it be a short five? Well, five like, is no, five. discussing, oh, and usually I was like, rant. five is five, but it's but not no. a short five. What are you talking about, three? <laughs> no, I'm referring to the, the, the amount of time. It was, well, we kind of well, talked about all the matches I know, anyway. I know we did, so that's why, yeah, that's why I said the shorter five, five, because we are not going into detail of each we match, because we already did, exactly. So it was just, just my observations and what I, what I chose, so... And yeah, I think I would have just moved it around. I think Eric Young versus Roderick Strong would have been number five. Then um, Rude versus Atami would have been four. And then Nakamura would have been three. Jinder, two. And then uh, Bate and Dunn, number okay. one. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, take a quick break. And uh, we are going to do... Oh, uh, you know what? We'll do this. We're going to... While we go to break, I'm going to do a classic promo. I found this on YouTube just not that long ago. It's a very weird uh, <laughs> promo you of Randy Savage. It. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, you could hear it. It's pretty odd, but uh, the visual, you know, once again, I will Bonkers. post it. It's kind of really weird. So uh, this is, I believe, during uh, his run with uh, Jerry Lawler's promotion in, where the fuck, Memphis. That's where it was. So uh, we will be right back. Enjoy this promo. Freak out! Freak out! Message to Ox Baker, man. A message to Ox Baker. Concentrate hard. Heavyweight champion, man. The match with the greatest legend of all time, man. Get yourself a reputation, man. Get yourself a reputation. Go do the thing. I got a good idea where you can start with, man, right now. Start with the one-man gang, Ronnie Garvin. Because expose! Garvin's afraid of Ox Baker. Man, you're afraid of Oxbaker. I'm not. I'm not afraid of Oxbaker. Admit it, Ronnie Garvin, man. Admit it. You're afraid. A one-man gang, man. You're afraid of them. You are. The legend of all time, man. Well, as they uh, sometimes say on television, the trouble was not in your set. Uh, that nice. was uh, meant to be uh, distorted like that, the video. Uh, Randy Savage saying that uh, the one-man gang, Ronnie Garvin, is afraid of Ox Baker. And... Follow Steel Cage Radio on social media. On Twitter. Steel Cage Radio. On Instagram, Steel Cage Radio. On Facebook, SER Podcast.
All right, so we are back. Hopefully you enjoyed that the Randy Savage clip. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about CM Punk. CM Punk is being... Who? Actually... <laughs> Who? You're feisty today. <laughs> Fucking talking shit about uh, Bret Hart. Or not li- no, no, you were Bret not Hart. liking I was just, him. I just said I didn't like right, him. So anyway, we're talking CM Punk. I didn't CM say he Punk. sucked. I said he was good. You know, so there's he's uh, all of a sudden he's starting to come back in the news. He's been kind of... You know, revive that deceased career. I don't know. I guess he's been out since he's got his ass whooped in like UFC. Two minutes or whatever it was, a minute. So I, uh, so he's back in the news because recently some uh, promotion out in the UK has offered him. A oh mil. yes, I had that in my news. So we'll th- you know, we'll save that for when you're talking about. No, the news. that's fine. We can talk no, about no, that. because I we'll go over this clip instead too. We'll discuss it later. But yeah, he's been on the news. But apparently he's, I, I wasn't even aware of this. I don't even watch MTV because, you know, when I used to watch MTV, they used had, to watch and music. And that music. They had music. So I don't know. I guess this is uh, some kind of like uh, uh, pros versus amateurs type, like, I don't even know, like challenges. I don't even know what the fucking premise of the is show. CM Punk I, was on it. Is he on the pros or is he on the amateur oh, side? Oh, wow. Please. Jesus Christ. Amateur, probably. Oh. Boom. <laughs> Didi is uh wow. There we go. <laughs> so anyway, uh, apparently this is going around a little bit. Um, I guess he was in a competition, and there's some guy named Joey Bananas. I don't even know. I don't even give a shit about the show, but I guess this is some kind of like challenge, uh, some kind of event. I don't even know what the fuck this is thing called. Uh, some challenge, MTV challenge. Uh, well, whatever. I'll play some of it and we'll just comment on it. It's a short clip, but apparently. This guy Joy Bananas goes gets in with uh, gets in it with uh, CM Punk talking shit. So it was, I thought it was pretty funny. It would be make good audio. So I've always disliked mustard. I never liked mustard. So they're rolling in mustard. What the fuck is this shit? I don't know. I mean, I feel like Bill Murray in Ghostbusters. You know, it's like a forty-year-old man rolling in mustard with a bunch of twenty-year-olds. You're the first guy in history to go and lose, and you're happy about it. I wouldn't brag about it. What do you do for a living? I'll tell you what oh. I don't do. I don't go to the UFC and get my ass whooped. That's what I oh. don't do. I was either going to win gloriously or die glorious death. And that's something somebody like you is never going to understand. I huh. apologize. This uh, video clip. Really Someone, hard. No, what they did is they... Uh, they oh, did alter the audio. Alter so they don't get flagged. I hate when they do that shit. <coughs> Just uh, take some... Have some balls, man. Just play the fucking audio. So I apologize to the really deep voice of CM Punk. So I, w- I won't play the whole thing now that I'm listening to this. Like, it sounds weird. I can hardly hear it. It's because they wouldn't let you in because nobody would pay a dime to see your ass. That's why. I did it. That's your persona. And it's gotten you nowhere in life. So just keep it up, dude. It's pretty unbelievable to watch these world-class athletes squirm. You don't know how to play a mental game and manipulate people mentally, and you're not going to get very far. Have you ever self? You were insulting me all day because you're a ignorant mother. Oh my God, guys, bunker down and weather this storm. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You're not making in wrestling. You got your ass handed to you in the MMA, and now you're trying to make it this. You're a fan, mother. I don't even. I don't. Who is this guy? Okay, so this is the challenge: champs versus pros. I don't know what that what that is, uh, but don't give a shit. But champs versus I have the chumps. I don't. I I don't know. But anyway, so it it was kind of going over. And his name's Johnny Bananas, not yeah. Joey. Joey, who gives a fuck? Yeah, I don't even know what is he. Who is he? Uh, I don't even care. I don't. Okay. I honestly don't know. It's just it just said it was just funny because someone called him out about his for uh, being a loser and for leaving the best gig he ever had. He left when he was like on top of the world, and he's like, nah, fuck this. 
I'm taking my ball and going home. Kinda. And then he gets his ass handed to him in the MMA, and now he's rolling in mustard with 20-year-olds on I, MTV. I, I know. I, I know. I don't know. I, I know. Like I said, you know, what CM Punk should have done is should have done a, uh, you know. Gone back to the Indies. Gone, or gone New back Japan to Japan. Pro. Yeah. Please. Look at what, or sucked it up and liked what was going no, on in the WWE. You don't have to. I mean, look at Cody Rhodes. I mean, he, he's yeah. making he's making he's making a name for himself, and he's actually you know, he in, and That's he's true. loving, and he's constantly booked, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, is now part of New Japan Pro. He so. could have made so much money and continued Shit. wrestling and made his own schedule. He Drew McIntyre. He got left because he look he, at the young bucks. They Please, could do it without, they do their own thing. Without the they have WWE. their own channel. They yeah. sell their own merch. They they work on their schedule. Please, I know. So I just had to play because it, it was kind of interesting how someone just called him out. You know, so that's funny. His his ego is probably a little damaged <laughs> from that. So because he's now rolling in mustard with a bunch of kids on some stupid show on MTV. <laughs> Apparently, please. <laughs> So anyway, uh, yeah, I was just kind of like, I don't know. It was just uh, just stupid, but uh, let's see here. So let's just move on. Uh, well, let's talk. To, uh, did you know that there is going to be a new Glowf uh, series on Netflix? No, I didn't. Like with new people? And look who the main actress is. Allison Bree. Why does that sound familiar? Oh, yeah. No, I know who that is. It's a TV show. It's not a, like, it's not wrestling. It's just a... From what I saw, it's a series, TV series. Based so a upon. scripted TV series. This is not about Allison actually wrestling. From, yeah, I know from Community, Community. and yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Terrible. And she was on Mad Men. Oh, was she? Oh, that's right. You yeah, she was she on was Mad Men. Pete uh, Pete Campbell's wife. All right, Trudy. So let's uh, listen to a little bit of the trailer because I I just heard about this today, so I was like, what? In this world, there are good guys and there are bad guys, and I will not be bullied into. Speech. Oh my god! I barely recognized her. You're reading the man's part. Oh, God. Would you like to start over? Yes, I would. I will not be bullied into submission. Sorry to interrupt. Your wife is online, too. I'm interested in real parts. Got $83 in my bank account, and I don't know if I can pay my gas bill. Rude, there's an audition. They're looking for unconventional women, whatever that means. Hello, ladies. I'm Sam. That's well, Mark Marin from the podcast guy. Sorry, what's glow? Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. What? Are you hiring actors to play wrestlers, or are we the wrestlers? Go. <laughs> yes. Woo! Christ. Ah! Fucking actresses. Okay. I want you to meet the star of GLOW, Debbie Egan. Are you insane? Why is she here? She's the Alpha and you're the Omega. Submit. She might kill you. This is Sebastian Howard, our producer. This is my first Hollywood party. There are drugs in the fucking robot. Thank you. Wrestling is about type. You're a sexy party girl. You're an Arab. You mean stereotype. Yes, (laughs) Beano, exactly. You're a big black girl. The fuck you say? <laughs> Lady wrestlers. I get it. Women can do anything men do. Blah, blah, blah. How'd that look? I got chills. Yeah, you would. So you think I got a funny 
coward. We're the heroes. You want the show to happen. This is the only place I get to do what I want to do. People respect me here. We got to shoot this thing in like five weeks. This could either feel dinky or it could feel epic. So let's give them what? Blood tits. Storytelling. Storytelling. <laughs> This is about justice. This is about holding on to what's ours. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the gorgeous lady So anyway. So this is about the very first in- incarnation of Glow when it first came out in like the 80s or yes. whatever. Yes. So mm, okay, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll watch it. Maybe we'll the, the review it when it comes out. I don't, when does it come out? Uh, what did it say? June. So uh, okay. end of June. Oh, next month. Okay. Yeah, next month. So all yeah. right, I'm I'm game. Uh, yeah. I have no feelings about it at this moment. It seems so batshit crazy looking <laughs> at the trailer, but it's by the people who did Orange Is the New and Black. That's supposed to be really and good. So well, and it's like a dark comedy, and it's very like female centric and female empowerment. So. I could be down for that. Yeah, I could be down for that. That's fine. I will watch it. Besides, I I love Allison Brie. So yeah, uh, she's super cute. It's just funny to think Annie is a wrestler. So she's super cute. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, it might be good. Might you know? I I have high hopes because of the the writers. Uh, you know. So we'll see. All right. Anyway, let's take a quick break before we do the good, the bad, and the fucking ugly. This is Funny Bone, and you're listening to Steel Cage Radio. Yeah.
ever worked with someone so unprofessional. <laughs> I'm never giving you head ever, ever again. <laughs> oh, that's why it tasted different. Son of a bitch. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty good. And you are listening to Steel Cage Radio. All right, once again, it is time for the good, the bad, and the ugly of pro wrestling on TV. All right, so we're a week behind. Um, I watched 205 Live. What is 205 Live even? I don't mean? know. There's three... Does anybody fucking know? If you if you happen to know what the fuck 205, just tweet it at me at uh, Steel Cage Radio, uh, Steel Cage Radio, because I really don't know. I can't figure that out. Sorry. That's okay. It was awful. <laughs> anyway, it was like three matches, so oh, I have no okay, idea what the mind. point of it was. But from um, May 16th, then SmackDown from the 16th, Raw from the 15th, and then um, there's a little bit here from NXT TakeOver, I think. I think I got some stuff. Anyway, so um, on the good list, <clears throat> um, Austin Aries and uh, TJ Parker, both at the top of their Parker? games. I'm sorry, TJ Perkins, pardon me. Mm. Yeah, I don't know why I said Parker. TJP, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, my bad. Thank you for catching that. Um, no worries. Austin Aries and, and uh, TJ Perkins at the top of their games. They both look great. Um, they, I mean, that was like a super duper match. Um, I also like that Austin Aries is so great at selling. Like he sold his knee oh, injury yes, throughout the match, like mm-hmm. big time, like over the top selling his his uh knee injury um aj styles versus jinder mahal was a great match but that was another one that made me so mad that um uh what's his face um uh, uh god what the hell is his name <sighs> jbl was just like shitting all over aj of course styles. he's always anyway, shitting on somebody um, the, i told you the randy orton versus baron corbin match was a really good match um kurt angle oh my gosh he's so funny as the general manager he runs around like a this like beleaguered high middle school principal like trying to round <laughs> up all these bad boys and get them to do what he wants them to do and it just he has this exasperated look on his face all the time that just cracks me up. He, he just literally reminds me of like a middle school principal. Oh, um, Dean Ambrose versus The Miz. That was an excellent match. I liked that. Um, I love Bailey. That she's just like this big Girl Scout. She's so sweet and she loves all the little girls in the audience. And that just like warms my heart when I see her. She's so sweet. Um, oh, who was that? Sonia Deville. Oh god, right? yeah, she, like, she like, looked like a total MMA she fighter. Was awesome. I think she was, wasn't oh she? Oh my gosh. I don't yeah, know her I think she's like Mutai and uh, she was awesome, man. She was just like she had a counter move for every move that got put on her. So she was great. Um Drake, I thought Drake looked good. He looked all tan. Like <laughs> he he's got a, you know, nice good life now. Um Tyler Drake Bate, Younger. Yeah, be. Drake Younger, sorry. Tyler Bate. Oh my god. His legs are like tree, like tree trunks. trunks. Seriously, that guy probably squats a thousand pounds. I'm not even shitting. That guy probably squats a thousand pounds. He's so big. Um, and then Pete Dunn's Xplex. Wow, that was an amazing move. Mm-hmm. And then I love the chant during the bait and Dunn match fight forever. They were telling <laughs> fight, fight forever. forever. <laughs> that know. was awesome. Yeah, because seriously, I could watch that. So kind of a small good list. No ugly, but the bad list is like a mile long. Oh, is it? All, All right, right. So on the bad list. Okay, same. TJ Perkins, you need some proper gear. Enough of the basketball shoes. Get some actual boots, But please. yet again, there's so many guys that do that. And female I know, but it wrestling. just looks really dumb. I know. I, I would prefer like... Boots. Boots. Uh, like or go the, the um, Von Erich route and go barefooted. Or shit, fucking just wear the whatever, uh, the... The kick guards, you know, like you yes. see in Japanese yes. wrestler. I know, I get yes. it. I, it drives me nuts because he's not. But yet again, he's not the only one. Like, look at Naomi with her fucking 
uh, Nikes or the, that glow in the dark. Yeah, there's that's, many other. The true. fucking Usos also with the high top sneakers that's or whatever. True. That's true. That's like, true. You know, I hadn't even noticed it. John just, Cena for the longest yeah, time. Yeah, but that was kind of that's kind of John Cena's no, thing because he wears the jorts. Fucking, he's he's got the jorts too because he wears jorts. He's got his jean shorts. He I'm doesn't sorry. even wear yeah, any I wrestling know, I, I know, I know. I'm just like a more traditional, I would prefer yeah. wrestling fucking well, boots. But with TJ Perkins, whatever. it seemed really obvious to me. Anyway, so Jinder Mahal, I actually commented on the icky spots all over his back. I didn't realize what it was until that, um, until back rash, right? Back until someone rash. had did the, <laughs> the, fuck is the, back the meme, right? Yeah. Someone made that meme on online instead of oh backlash. God, they wrote wow. back rash. Yeah, it's got to be the roids. Like he is just so <laughs> jacked up on roids that now he's got this like massive back knee. So gross. Um, uh, Fandango, he's a good wrestler. Like I watched him in his in, no, in his not. match. He, it's such a shame that this Brizongo is they such just a don't horrible know what to gimmick. Do with There's a bunch of people they don't know what to do with. Honestly, they don't know what to do with our truth. They don't know what to do with Fandango. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic it's just loser. Sad. Um, SmackDown had too much talking. They just talked jibber jabber jibber jabber the whole time i don't know True. what was going on with that just this week i mean previous week it's been fine but this week i think because it was the lead up to backlash they were just talking and talking and talking oh god shut up and wrestle um finn balor his eyes oh my god his eyes were like super red it looked like he had pink eye like all around like the lid and underneath his eye like not the actual white part of the eye but like all around his eyes were it looked like he had just kind of like been rubbing and rubbing his eyes i don't know what happened but he looked like a pink face raccoon because his eyes were just all pink. like his eyes were okay. just so pink you know raccoons have the black around Some their of the eyes shit you notice i'm like okay that was too much okay so jeff hardy looked like he was gonna throw up before his <laughs> match he was swallowing and it looked like he either burped or threw up in his mouth right before the match he was just like swallowing and swallowing and swallowing it was weird right before his match um let's see uh i think that it sucked that the Miz versus Ambrose ended in a DQ. I hate when matches end in a DQ. I want them to go, go. to the end. Yeah. And Fight have someone forever. Win. Yes. Well, not forever, but I mean, like, it should end in some way that is not just like a DQ. Um, the women's belt is so fucking big. It doesn't even fit Alexa Bliss. Like, she could totally wrap it around her waist twice. But do you remember, Alexa Bliss is pretty tiny. I know, we saw but this her belt at, is made uh, NXT for, like, Lakeland. And she's tiny. She's a tiny girl. This belt is made for a super fat woman. <laughs> they should have like an extension that they put on it for then if, if someone like Tamino wins. And it should just be a smaller size. These girls are in such good shape. They're all so thin. They should just have an extension put on it well, if, there if there's someone who's big. There's a way to deal with that. That belt is so big, honestly. She has to stand with her legs spread so that it doesn't just slip right off of her. Watch how she stands. She stands with her legs in like a V shape, like legs akimbo, it's called, right? Her She stands with her legs akimbo so that the belt does not just slip right off her waist. That is too big. Oh, okay. they need, I mean, and it's on the last little bit there for her, the last <laughs> little buckle. Seriously, they need to make it smaller for her. It, there you it's go. hanging right off of her. Um, Roman Reigns, okay, fuck this guy. They put him over so bad. He is always injured, so I think they're trying to set up why he's such a crappy wrestler, right? So this, like, kind of a preemptive excuse why he's so bad because he's always injured. And then Reigns is just so stiff, and... Uh, he was okay. So he had a delayed reaction. He got hit. I don't even remember what the match was, but he got hit and he had this like delayed reaction to like, it was supposed to have hurt him. And so they, so JBL said it took a minute for him to under understand what he was experiencing. 
What? Yeah, so like pretend you get hit and then like a couple seconds later you go, oh, ow. And they said, yeah, it took a minute for him to understand what he was experiencing. No, he's just a crappy wrestler and doesn't know how to like sell it like Austin Aries does. Other wrestlers must just hate working with him, seriously. And they talk him up so much. um, About 90% of the talk in his match, I think he was wrestling um, Finn Balor, just... Reigns is this and Reigns is that and he's so awesome and blah, 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 blah. And look at how he does this and that. And they just like talk him up so much. Seriously, ready to scream. <laughs> ready to scream. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, let's see, what else? Um, oh, the cameraman. Okay, seriously, he started zooming in on Asuka's crotch for a super close up and then literally pulled right back. So you can imagine who was ever was in the booth with him was like, <clears throat> the fuck you think you're doing camera two <laughs> zooming right in on oscar's crotch seriously they would never do that to oh a guy oh my god wow. please and then poor bobby Roode, he wrestled half the match with this like giant booger on his mustache i know i saw that that was it's so just... gross i mean i'm sure he didn't even feel that it was there, i'm sure he didn't but still one of the hazards of having a mustache i guess there you go so there we go that's uh, that's your list that's it. All right. Isn't that enough? No. That no, was a I, lot. I, it was. There was a, sh- a lot of bad. A lot of bad. Well, at least no ugly, though. So Zooming that's... in on Oscar's but crotch. That... that borders on ugly. <laughs> Roman Reigns, too, but well, didn't rise to the level. There you go. The back knee does, too, but. All right. Well, before we go on break, we're going to go and actually our very first uh, unnecessary censorship. Uh, I know I said I was going to do another one with Stone Cold Steve Austin and Donald Trump, but you know what? I, I've, I've had my fill with Donald Trump, so <sighs> this one is... Uh, Unnecessary censorship of the uh, backlash and NXT takeover. So enjoy, and we'll be back with the news. He was. Freeze. You truly are a master. How's all the uh, recognizance, undercover work going? I know what you meant. Boys. Got one opportunity. He's going to make the most of it. And look who is. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome James Ellsworth. Jinder Mahal just one of the greatest of all time and Randy Orton. Jinder Mahal has the world. Soy El Tenerico. You listening? SteelCageRadio.com. Ole.
This is the wild card, Jameson Stafford, and you're listening to Steel Cage Radio. Well, here we go. We're going to send it off right now. We go do the news. Right now for the news. All right. So um, I have a lot of news today uh, from WrestlingInc.com. So um, Justin Roberts has a new book. Um, it's called Best Seat in the House. It's available on Amazon.com. I have a connection to Justin Roberts. I How work, is that? I work with... You work with two, like another I person in, in pro wrestling. I know. Okay. I know. Isn't you that have funny? to tell that story late, in a so, little bit. Yes. Okay. That's fine. Well, you don't want to save it for. Oh, you know what? Yeah, yeah okay. we will. We will. We that's save like, that. We'll save so, that story. 
Anyway, so Justin Roberts, apparently, okay, so an, an old um, an old instructor that I work with, he is, I guess, like the great uncle of Justin Roberts. Yeah, oh, his, like, Justin okay. Roberts' grandmother is his aunt or something. Okay. Yeah, something like that. So, anyway, um, yeah, so I have a connection to, to Justin Roberts. Uh, but anyway, there was a, a cool interview. He's been doing a bunch of interviews. Um with people to kind of promote his book. And he was asked um, about what it was like working for Vince McMahon. And he said it was um, intimidating. And he said it was always uncomfortable. I tried to avoid him as much as possible. I wanted to steer clear because he had moments where he could easily turn on you and tell you he doesn't like the way you look and then fire you. I fucking hate the way you look, Robert. You're fired. You're fired. (laughs) And then sometimes it says he was fine, but sometimes he was, you know. It's all the roids he's done over over the the years. Over the top, right? (laughs) Oh, fuck. And uh, let's see. um, Triple H, I guess there was a story. about Triple H going into the locker room around at WrestleMania 28. And he said, um, <coughs> sorry, basically Triple H went into the locker room and said, everybody else sucks, so I need to work with The Undertaker. Um, and he buried the whole locker room in his promo, saying that he just needed to work with The Undertaker because nobody else was at his level. And, and he wow. said, nobody else, was, nobody else was happy with it, but what could you do? He's the boss. <laughs> So I thought that was um, kind of interesting. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see what else. Um, oh, uh, Al- Alberto El Patron spoke with Sports Illustrated's Extra Mustard section on a number of wrestling topics. Okay. Um, he talked about Impact, how he loved working with Impact Wrestling. He did? He says, I have nothing but respect for them. Unlike another company who I don't watch, I don't follow, and I don't even look at their tweets, I have some real beef with some of the people in that company. And then he said, I'm planning on retiring in two years. I'm good to go, and I don't have any major injuries, but I always promised myself I would leave on top. And then listen to all the stuff he's involved in. Okay. Okay, I'm listening. Um, I was involved with wrestling when I was eight years old with the amateur wrestling team in Mexico. I love the business with all my heart, but my body is getting tired. It's all the travel. I'm going to do my last two years with Impact. I'll continue to do some indie shows here and there, and I have a lot of projects outside the business. I'm going to continue running Com- Combate Americas, the MMA company that I work for. Oh, that's right. And I'm He's going to start a soap opera in Mexico in two months. Oh, God. We have a reality show produced by... Combate Americas that was sold to Amazon. People should be able to see that in three months. I opened a restaurant and a bar in San Antonio in November. We're at the place to go on. We are the place to go on Fridays and Saturdays. God is blessing me. I'm getting married soon. Um, and so, yeah, so he's got all this stuff. He's got a restaurant, a soap opera. <laughs> he's like, hey, well, the crazy. fuck not? I mean, it's like, no, I think that's great. Good for him. I always appreciate it when guys leave on top, like The Rock, right? When you leave on top and you can do a bunch of other stuff and you kind of go. When you, um, you know, at the top of your game, as opposed to when you're like a down and out and sad drunk and, yeah. you know, yeah, no, no, I, I appreciate that. But it's just like, God damn, this guy has got his hands in everything. So True. it's good. I mean, he's going to be making money for, you know, um, for a while. Um, from ProWrestling.com, uh, a new intro for SmackDown and John Cena is not on it. Yay! Kind of interesting. I, I'm hearing that they're not real happy with oh. him doing work outside of the WWE, like non-WWE movies and stuff. So, anyway. Um, from I can't r- fault the guy. I mean, he's getting up there in age. I'm sure he's already gone, you know what? I don't know how much more I have. I don't want to be yeah. like, 
He doesn't well, want to go out on the bottom either. No, I, I can't yeah, say no, I blame for him. Sure. No, me neither. Um, WrestlingNewsWorld.com, uh, former AWA star Pretty Boy Doug Summers died. He was 65. Um, this was a couple weeks ago. Um, he was part of a tag team with the late Playboy buddy Rose and was managed by Sherry Martell. They were the AWA tag team champions and had a long feud with the Midnight Rockers. Um, so that's where he uh, kind of did his thing. Got it. Um, at a, an appearance for World Association of Wrestling Promotion, Scott Hall had chest pains and was rushed to the hospital. Um, he... He did leave the hospital and got on an airplane, even though his doctors told him not to. But um, he appears to be doing fine. I guess he's got a pacemaker. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, he was having some chest pains. And then um, from SEScoops.com, um, the indie promotion Five Star Wrestling offered CM Punk a million dollars to return to the ring. And they the were ring. serious. Yeah, they were. They were um, really Five Star promoter Daniel Hinkles confirmed the news, he told the UK Sun, we've been trying to contact CM Punk on and off for a year. And I guess CM Punk is just a dick and not responding. Because well, he thinks he's doing so much better well, rolling UFC, around in mustard he made on MTV. Half, he made half of that for that UFC fight. This is twice. They're even thinking that they're, uh, the, the, uh, the amount that they're offering might go up for that. More than a million dollars? Uh-huh. So he made how much for the, the UFC like 500, fight? 500000 mm-hmm. And for getting his ass whooped. He would only well, he made $500,000 for like two minutes. Yeah, but still. So, But a mil, I mean, for, I don't know. I don't know. I think he's, he's fucking up. He's already fucked up. He was just dumb. I think now, I, honestly, this, I think he's a very, um, he's proud to a fault. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, yeah. Like, he, he was so proud when he was in the WWE that he couldn't couldn't abide by the things they were asking him to do and didn't like it and was going to stand on his principles and quit the company. Then he goes and does this MMA thing, knowing he's going to be a failure. Honestly, I mean, he was 36 at the time, right? Yep. Knowing that he's he's gonna be a failure. I mean, he he had to be just fooling himself, but but because he had already started on that path, could not stop because his pride was in the way, and and now he's doing all this other dumb stuff because his pride will not let him go back to wrestling. True, indeed. He's proud to a fault. He's, right. he's got too much hubris. That's true. So um, I don't know. Yeah, I, probably is it. Uh, now you know what I would he's like be to selling see him. his shit on Craigslist pretty <sighs> soon. No, I think he's pretty set, but you know, I don't. I just, I think, feel like he, I know, I think he he's set, but I don't know. It would be nice if he would put his uh, big his fat ego, ego with his ego, and how easy because like New Japan Pro would pick him up so fucking quickly. People would love to see him. Back. You know, I love to see him. I do. I I love him as a pro wrestler. Loved. You know, I so loved. I you know, fuck you. you just lost. Uh, well, I mean, granted, you just. Uh, Gain a Bullet Club member, but how cool would that be if all of a sudden, you know, CM Punk became the, you know, another Bullet Club member? You know, there's there's other things he doesn't have to do it the WWE method. I mean, there's we've we've Look already at talked. Alberto about, Del Rio yeah. just said, "I love Impact." Cody Rhodes, shit, mm-hmm. the name just goes on and on and on. You know, New Japan Pro, that's where people find their, you know, new uh, their new careers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just saying, just saying. But anyway. Uh, let's, uh, does that That's all the news? All right. Uh, last thing I want to talk about, it's kind of news related, uh, and I'm kind of happy to announce this. Um, I guess they found that, um, 
there was findings of you know there was this whole thing with X-Pac getting uh, arrested. Oh yeah, he has actually officially been been cleared of. Yes, that. he said they were nutritional supplements. So I am so happy to hear that because like he's one of my faves and was kind of fucked up to find out like oh god he's like you know using again. But it turns out he is not. So it's it's good to hear that. I wanted to at least get the word out there um, that you know he's he's clean. So that's pretty fucking bad. Well, he got cleared. We don't know if he's clean. Well, at the time, but yeah. yes, yes, the stuff that they got off of him was not. It was legitimately nutritional I'm supplements. So, I'm so, so happy about that. Is. So anyway, uh, and then let's see here. Uh, I, uh, you know what? Let's just take our final break, and then we'll just wrap this uh, bad boy up. We'll be right back. Steel Cage Radio's number one, baby. Yeah. Claudio's an important man. I am. You, wait, you guys make a podcast. It's a joke, right? Yeah. This is we, <laughs> we banter on on our retarded podcast here in Southern California. Hey. Lyris, nice to finally meet you. What's up? From Steel Cage Radio. Steel Cage Radio. And Steel Cage Radio. Anyway, any words for Steel Cage Radio? We're a little podcast out of Southern California. Um, and we do a lot of indie news and now covering ROH. Hey, just, you know, let, same with music and wrestling. Keep the indie scene alive because that's where all the heart is. See? Even Jerry Lynn said the same thing. I've been bitching and moaning for how long? Hey. Any words for Steel Cage Radio? Uh, Steel Cage Radio, baby. <laughs> Tune in. Ah, oh, the Briscoe right. fucking brothers. Yeah. Man up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Steel Cage Radio. New website located at scrpodcast.com. Now let's go, go ahead and wrap this up. <coughs> so anyway, uh, uh, just a few things I want to cover. Um, it does look like I am coming back to record pro wrestling. There was actually two uh, um, 
promotions. One kind of fell through. Um, just there was a person that was going to be on there that it was probably not a good idea to be on that same show with this person. But uh, I guess I could announce that uh, myself and Jimbo are now going to be recording uh, the bar wrestling. Is that uh, a done deal? Uh, it sounds like it. Uh, Jimbo is like we're we're going to be recording. Uh, not live. Uh, we're just going to do what we did when we uh, got together and recorded MMA. So actually, no, I take that back. When we did the MMA, uh, Jimbo was the only camera guy, and I was all, only sound. But I am in this one. Uh, he's going to be recording uh, close-up, and I'm going to be hard cam, and then I'm just going to set up uh, the equipment to record the two commentators. So it's a nice, easy setup. I, I don't know the logistics because I, I saw a tweet by Bar Wrestling. It's kind of a weird name, Bar Wrestling, but apparently they're, run, they're running out of the – uh, what is the hell? The American Legion Hall in Ballin Park. Like now, everybody's running through that. Huh. Yeah, you know. So, I guess I'll take credit because that's the the venue that I found. Because that used to be known for its punk rock, so now it's become one oh, of the yeah. one of the places that now uh, pro wrestling companies are now starting to run. QPW, I know IWL ran there. Uh, so, and I think there was another promotion that ran there, but whatever. So, but the thing is, there's no seating. It's apparently they're going for a different vibe, like, you know, a la uh, Beyond Wrestling. So it's kind of you stand where you want. And I don't know. I, it, it, they should be able to draw a big crowd because the, the names on there are pretty big. I know at one point Cody Rhodes was on there, but uh, he has a New, Pan, a New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, obligation. So he's no longer part of that event. Oh, but, that's too bad. But, you know, Pentagon Jr. and, and others. So, so as I get more information, probably next week I will make more announcements about who's on there as I get get it. But it, it should be cool. I'm actually looking really looking forward to that. So awesome. anyway, uh, I'm getting ready to go over the simmer. So if there's any promoters out there who need some assistance with flyers or not, just hit me up. I Just send a message to, I don't even know if I have a whoops. Now that I think about it, I don't know if I have a... Oh, you know what? Just send them right now until I set up... A, I just realized I don't have an email for this. Uh, oh. quite. So just send a message to me on via t- Twitter at uh, Steel Cage Radio. Just uh, direct uh, message me or send it to the degenerate show at gmail.com. I'll come up with a better email. Uh, I just didn't realize I didn't have one. So if you're interested, I am available to for Friar. So anyway, uh, let's see. Anything else I need to mention? Um, nope, that's about it. I uh, just want to give out, uh, you know, uh, some plugs or, you know, some uh, shout-outs to some of our friends out there. Uh, definitely go check out Soil Restroom Cinema. Uh, I'm sure we're going to be on there anytime soon. So Signals of Fury, our friends over there. Also, just uh, I want to give out another shout-out to our friends. Adam Jones and Rick Ellis, who run uh, the Random Pod Show, uh, they have a, a funny podcast. Uh, they, you know, I actually started. I didn't know they had a podcast, uh, but they have really good chemistry. They also talk about wrestling, and sometimes they'll talk about other things. But I, I, I kind of enjoy. I do really mm-hmm. enjoy that they they do have chemistry. Though I do have some issues with their audio, and I kind of offer to give them some advice, but. I don't know. In a weird way, it kind of works for them. I don't know why. It does. So. <laughs> well, because they, they have a microphone, and I can't tell it because it picks up uh, everything. Uh, everything. Like uh, uh, Rick Ellis' uh, baby, it's, he's really cute. And then sometimes other conversations, sometimes you'll get like a wind chime. But in a weird way, like after hearing it a couple, the, the one of the latest ones, I said, it kind of in a weird way, it kind of works for them. I don't know why. <laughs> These random I, sounds. I mean, yet again, if, but if they're looking to... You know, be more professional, more, you know, there's that. Um, so check them out. I think they're at the Random uh, Podcast Show. So just find them on Twitter. 
Uh, a quick shout out to our friend Justin Ardondo. He has a or or Justin. What the hell he calls it? The Justin Ardondo Pod Show. So uh, just uh, he goes on uh, about life. It's a kind of an interesting podcast. Uh, and then I think that's about all the plugs that I can think of. So uh, I think we're ready to wrap this up. All right. Follow us up on uh, Twitter at SteelCageRadio.com. We're also now on Instagram. That seems to be the new thing, at SteelCageRadio on Instagram. And I think uh, SCR Podcast on Facebook. i got to double-check that because Facebook is, is being fucking stupid. <laughs> so uh, anyway... I think that's it. I'm going to leave you uh, with the newest song, the newest thing song for Pete Dunn. Another fucking badass song. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.